Good morning and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Scrolling and swiping on social media, watching TV, reading emails, or working on our computer. It's safe to say most of us spend a lot of time staring at screens, and that can be bad for our health, particularly our vision. Blue light from electronics is linked to fatigue, sleep disruption, headaches, and eye issues such as blurry vision, eye strain, dry eye, macular degeneration, and cataracts. If you spend a lot of time on screens, you might consider getting computer glasses with special lenses. These yellow-tinted lenses increase contrast on your screen, filtering blue light and easing digital eye strain. Another way to counteract blue light? Use the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, look away from your screen and focus on an object at least 20 feet away for 20 seconds. We've got more on cutting down blue light at WFPG.com, on the health page of our app, or just visit our Facebook page. Lots more coming up today on Living Well with Robin Stoloff on Light 96.9. Good news if you're retired or about to retire. A new study finds retirement can make you healthier. First of all, let's ditch the word retire. I like to say graduating from work. Doesn't that sound more positive? Anyway, I digress. (laughs) Researchers from the University of Sydney studied the lifestyle habits, studied the lifestyle habits of more than 25,000 working adults over the age of 45. They examined their activity levels, diet, alcohol consumption, smoking, and sleep patterns. Three years later, 11% of the participants had retired. And guess what? most of their habits changed for the better. The researchers found that people who left their jobs were more active than those still working. In fact, on average, retired people got an additional 93 minutes of physical activity each week. They also got more sleep and sat one hour less each day. So let's say goodbye to the days of a retired person sitting in a rocking chair. When you graduate from work, you can look forward to a more active and healthier lifestyle. Living Well on Light 96.9. Instilling good dental habits at a young age helps our kids to have a beautiful, healthy smile for life. Here with us now is Dr. Jay Rosenberg of Drs. Goodman and Rosenberg Dentistry in Pleasantville. What is your goal when children visit you for a dental appointment? To highlight good dental health for children and to instill good habits of dental health to create a lifelong habit of coming to the dentist and checking your teeth and getting them cleaned. In our office, our goal is to create that habit by starting out at three years old. Even if that three-year-old appointment doesn't work out to be the best or if we have a wiggly little patient or maybe a little bit of anxiety, we just kind of overlook it and then we look forward to the next six-month appointment And by the time the child is five or six, it becomes a habit and they jump right in the chair and are ready to go. They're not afraid of the dentist, which some people do have a fear of the dentist. Should we be teaching our kids to floss at a young age as well? Definitely flossing goes hand in hand with brushing. The hygienists in our office have these little pre-kind of woven flossers with a handle, and it makes it so much easier for a child to floss their own teeth and that creates the habit of flossing. That's for adults as well as children. We should be flossing every time we brush, correct? Absolutely, yes, every time. Yeah, for adults too. Good oral hygiene is related to our overall health, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, Sometimes in our office, after, after the hygienist cleans the child's teeth, I'll just bring up, tell me some healthy foods you like to eat. You know, name three vegetables that you absolutely love, and they love doing that. They love giving me the 
good, positive, you know, uh, you know, reinforcement of I love apples and I love broccoli and I love carrots. And it just sets that expectation. Sure, they're really telling you the truth, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they are or not. <laughs> At least it gets them thinking about it. Appreciate your joining us. Dr. Jay Rosenberg of Doctors Goodman and Rosenberg Dentistry in Pleasantville. And you're living well on Light 96.9. They're often associated with potassium, an essential mineral in our bodies, which helps regulate fluid balance, muscle contractions, and nerve signals. But that's just the beginning of the benefits of bananas. They're also loaded with fiber, vitamin C, and magnesium. One medium ripe banana provides about 110 calories, zero grams of fat, a gram of protein, and 28 grams of carbohydrates. They're a great pre-workout snack. Eating a banana prior to working out can help you meet your needs for potassium to promote muscle function and prevent cramps. Bananas can also be quite filling, which can hold you over till your next meal. They also may improve kidney health, digestion, blood sugar levels, and aid in weight loss. So it's easy to see why we should go a little bananas for bananas. Living well on Lake 96.9. One out of five of us is living with a mental illness. And joining me now is someone who knows all about this. Welcome to Susan Johnson. She is the author of Some Dreams Are Worth Keeping, A Memoir of My Bipolar Journey. Thanks for being with us. Tell us about your journey, Susan. I live with bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder is a mood disorder. It's a chemical imbalance in the brain, which causes euphoric highs, known as manias, and devastating lows to the point of suicide. I was diagnosed in 1995 after my first mania on a cruise came back. Um, my mom was a nurse and she knew I was experiencing mania. I saw my first psychiatrist and psychologist and began taking um, medication, which I've been taking my entire life. How are you doing today? I am completely stable because I surrender to my medicine. I see a psychologist. And I have a big support network. There's still a stigma surrounding mental health and mental illness, although it's changing. But so many people are hesitant to seek help. And I always say, if you broke your leg, you would go see a doctor. So why is your brain any different? Why wouldn't you seek help? And that's made all the difference, hasn't it? Absolutely. I want people to know that there is no shame in asking for help. It's a sign of strength, in my opinion, and always remember to ask for help and to remember that there is light at the end of the tunnel and to never, never give up. I know you did a TED Talk on this and you have your book. Where can people learn more? SJohnsonAuthor.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Susan Johnson, again, author of the book, Some Dreams Are Worth Keeping, A Memoir of My Bipolar Journey. We appreciate it. And you are living well with Robin Stoloff on Light 96.9. With summer around the corner, we start to imagine ourselves in shorts, sleeveless shirts, and dare I say it, bathing suits. Nothing like those thoughts to inspire everyone to get back to the gym, even if it only lasts a few months. If you're going back to the gym to get in shape for summer, it can be easy to forget the little things when you're focusing on your workout. One of my biggest pet peeves, when I'm waiting for a machine and someone is sitting on it, not working out, almost as if they own it. That is not how it's done. It's not a park bench. Get up and let someone else use it while you're resting between your sets. And another way to show good gym manners, wipe down your equipment when you're done, whether it's a sweaty bench or the handles on the elliptical machine. 
Everyone's a lot more germ conscious these days. We've got more gym etiquette pointers we all need to follow so that we and everyone else can have a pleasant and safe experience while working out. Go to our health page at WFPG.com, click health on our app, or just visit our Facebook page. Living Well on Lake 96.9. We all know being in a relationship can be a roller coaster ride. And joining me now are two people who say they can help us navigate those ups and downs. Dr. Ray and Jean are a couple themselves, and for more than 20 years, they have helped thousands of couples. They are also the hosts of the podcast Couples Synergy, and they join us now. You specialize in marriage counseling and therapy and help couples repair the relationships. How do you work with them? Hey, Robin, thanks so much for having us on your show. Uh, we've been working with couples for over 20 years. We developed our own model of working with couples that we find very successful in that I work with the husbands, Gene works with the wives, and then we work together with them as a couple. We see relationships as developmental. And because our first relationship is parent-child, most people don't learn how to have an adult-adult relationship. So that's our passion is teaching people how to do that. And you do work with people online, so it's very easy to access mm -hmm. your services. And of course, you have your podcast. You say that having a relationship is the most rewarding and challenging thing we will ever do. So most people can agree with that. And you have three steps couples can take right now to improve their relationship. What are they? One of the things that we're seeing with couples, especially today and all the challenges that we're facing today, is that they are lacking an investment in the relationship, an investment of time. We all know that relationships should have quality time. Well, we call it face-to-face -face time because a lot of couples think that quality time is sitting on the couch watching TV together, and that is not quality time. Face-to-face -face time is one-on-one -on -one interaction, no kids, no one else, disconnected from any of technology. Yeah, that's, that's quite a challenge these days. And what are the other two? Doing new and fun things together. New and exciting new things. New and exciting yeah. things that, that creates a bonding experience and it helps you change things up and relate in a different way. And the third thing, this might sound a little racy, but it's sleeping naked together. <laughs> okay. That's Family show. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll stop it there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dr. Ray and Jean, hosts of the podcast, Couples Synergy. And where can people reach you? You can reach us at couplesynergy.com. They can also reach us on Facebook and Instagram at Couples Synergy. Thank you for being with us today. Dr. Ray and Jean of Couples Synergy with some eye-opening advice for couples. And that wraps it up for me today. Glad you could be with me. Don't forget to check out my podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, or you can watch the conversations with my guests on my YouTube channel, Living Well with Robin Stoloff. And of course, you can always catch me on Facebook or Instagram with bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. Thanks so much for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Hope you'll join me again next Sunday morning at 10. Until then, keep living well.